Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. And all who are thirsty. And all who are.
cannot comprehend Over and over and over and over again Over and over and over and over again And then I'll just lean In the sovereignty I'll embrace A mystery And I'll just raise
All right, praise God, we're back. Just want to introduce the show, then we're going to go into a time of declaration uh, for about 10 minutes. And we're going to get into a time of teaching and have some prayer tonight. It's about 11 o'clock Central Standard Time. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be your host tonight. Just wanted to start off our first hour with some worship. Uh, just give you some time to soak into the presence of God, taking some prayer requests, and uh, going through some of the daily devotional material tonight. Just wanted to uh, let you know, call in number 619-638-8458. If you need to go to the phone, uh, we'll be taking some prayer requests, and when we get a chance, we'll break uh, to receive some of those. If you are on hold for a while, go ahead and just stay with us um, through the show while there's teaching going on. Um, if you've got access to the chat room, feel free to get in there, leave your prayer request, and just chat with our online Christian family. And if you need to check out the website, it's www.prayerinternational.org. You can always leave us an email, a request, a concern, uh, anything you feel like the Lord is sharing to your heart or anything you want us to pray about, uh, feel free. And we're at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And again, the call-in number is 619-638-8458. You're going to take about nine minutes, ten minutes. And uh, just begin to speak to the nations and set an atmosphere of praise and virtue tonight. Shout. 
Father, we just ask, Lord God, your will be done and your kingdom come, Father God, in their lives. And Father God, you would use, Lord God, the airwaves and the tools that you've given us with the Blog Talk Radio, Father, that your gospel would go forth effectively and reach the hearts of the hearers, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Right now in the name of Jesus, we just ask, Father God, that you would just go forth, Lord, we pray, Father, for a spirit of unity, Lord, just as you said in Psalm 133, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell in unity. Father, we pray right now for all discord and division among the body of Christ to come to an end over the airwaves, Father, with Blog Talk Radio. Father, we pray, Lord God, those that would come in to divide, those that would come in to tear down. Father, we just ask, Father God, for you to shake those people loose right now, Father God, that you would turn their hearts to the truth of the gospel. Father, we ask, Lord God, that you would turn their hearts, Father God, to the Holy Spirit and to the word of truth, to the word of God, Lord, that, Father, you would cause all this strife to cease. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just ask, Father God, for you to go forth tonight in the power of your spirit, Lord, for you to anoint our brother Will and Wendy, Lord God, anoint them, Lord God, and just use their radio show. We pray from the north, south, east, west as you would draw people to their show. Father, we pray for Sister Cheryl, Lord God, and uh, the J.C. Overcomer Ministry. Lord, we pray that you would just add to their show, Father God, and we thank you, Father God, for what you're doing with Prayer International, Father. We just ask, Father, that you would just begin to bless those across Bond Talk Radio that are preaching truth. So, Father God, you would begin to turn the hearts of those that are destroying and, and, and preaching lies. If you begin to turn, Lord God, and expose, Father God, bring your light upon the darkness. And, Father God, we pray, Father God, for salvation to go forth in Jesus' name. And we just thank you, Lord. And we just give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus' name, amen. So I want to thank you, brother, for your ministry and anyone listening. You know, if they, they want to call into this show for prayer, I mean, it's powerful. It's our, our weapon against the enemy. And, man, I just I just uh, just thank you for having this network, and we're able to, to call in for prayer when we need it. Amen. Amen. Well, look, we're going to go in. I'm going to land a little bit of worship. We're going to go and do some teaching. We're, we'll keep you guys listed up. And, again, anytime you need anything, feel free to call us. And uh, God bless you tonight. Great. Thank you, brother. All right, brother. All right, so that was Will's EPI. We just give you praise, Jesus, for our Christian brothers that are joining in, our Christian sisters, Lord, our family that is getting bigger and bigger. And, Father, we just ask, Lord God, Father, for you to bless and touch our listening audience tonight. Father, for your kingdom to come and your will to be done in their lives. Father God, that you would just begin to pour out your spirit in a mighty way tonight. Father, we pray that your Holy Spirit... Father God, would touch and impact homes tonight, that you would touch and impact lives tonight by the power of your word, Lord. And we pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would just begin to draw up joy, Father God, for the wells of salvation, Father. We pray for the joy of, of the Lord to strengthen those that are listening tonight. Father, for those that are going through a season, Father, we pray right now, Father God, for your favor, for your glory, Father, for your provision, Father, for your direction, 
that, Lord God, you would begin to guide and lead your people, Lord God, into places of safety, into places of security, into places of provision, Father God, for the season of their lives. Father, give your people ears to hear what your spirit is saying. Give them a heart to obey your word. And, Father, we thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing tonight. Lord, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, we're going to go into a small uh, praise break, and then we're going to get into the word and wrap it up tonight. And I just want to say, if you need to call in, 619-638-8458. And uh, we just uh, give you praise, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
Finding myself at a loss for words And the funny thing is, it's okay The last thing I need 
losing myself in the midst of you, beyond the Praise God, look, we're back And just uh, pray with our brother from Canada Pray with the little VPI Just a few people calling in tonight I know we're kind of taking a different format than usual So I do apologize if you were calling in or listening in tonight for some teaching Uh, We've gone about an hour and a half now And just had some worship and prayer But we just want to thank you guys Listen, we're going to get into some words and so if you want to stick with us, uh, we will uh, have the line open for prayer requests. But probably for the rest of the night, we're just going to get into the Word. But, you know, I wanted to talk about, since we're talking about prayer, we're talking about the things of God. You know, lately we've been talking about going into this new season, going into a new beginning. And, you know, when we're going into the new things of God, we really need to go in prayerful. It's just like uh, when there's a, a natural birthing. Uh, there's also spiritual birthing. And when God begins to birth something new in the spirit, we need to realize that there's a certain posture and a position we need to take in order to bring forth these things of God. Now, all around the world, if you study uh, birthing or giving birth, childbirth, 
you'll realize that the most natural position for giving birth is not being flat on your back. So they have what they call birthing stools or birthing chairs. And actually the proper position for giving birth around the world is either squatting or kneeling. Now the reason I say that is in the spirit, there's something that needs to take place before we give birth to the things of God, and that is kneeling on the promises of God or taking the word of God, standing on the word of God and taking it to the place of prayer. And so when we're talking about spiritual birthing, we're talking about intercession and travail. Sometimes these things, see the Bible says the Holy Spirit in Romans 8, Romans chapter 8 talks about spiritual intercession and how the Holy Spirit will pray through us with groanings. When we don't know what to pray, the Holy Spirit will pray through us. Now, a lot of times people take this chapter and they say this is specifically talking about people speaking in tongues with the groanings. I don't necessarily think that's the case, although it may be and it can be, but there's a deep place in the Spirit of God where the cry of your heart and the cry of the heart of the Father become one. And as you begin to allow the Holy Spirit and as you begin to allow the Word of God to take root and to take residence in your heart, you will begin to feel what the Father feels towards people in prayer. You'll begin to have an understanding about what the Word of God says. As you begin to take that Word and the principles of the Word of God, and you begin to take those things to the Lord in prayer, it will begin to cultivate and develop a heart of prayer or an attitude of prayer or a spirit of prayer. And when that begins to happen, you'll begin to want to intercede. You'll want to travail. You'll want to stand in the gap. You'll want to, when I say stand in the gap, you'll want to begin to take up things for other people. You'll see an offense or an injustice or you'll see a crisis happening in the life of another and all of a sudden you'll take a prayer burden or you'll feel a burden or you'll feel something deep within you to begin to stir, to begin to pray or to begin to have a compassion or a desire to pray for that person. This is a travail. This is a burden. that This happens before the things of God come forth in, in that person's life or this will happen before the things of God come forth in your life as the Lord begins to burden you to intercede and pray and bring these things forth. See, but it's the Holy Spirit that puts these burdens, puts these groanings, these longings in our hearts. It's part of the birthing process or the travail. Just like in the birthing process, they, they say there's contractions and you have to push in order for the, the baby to come forth. Well, we have a term in the kingdom of God. It's called push. It's pray until something happens. Push. Pray until something happens. You see, nothing happens in the earth until the Lord reveals it to his prophets, his servants, the prophets first. But unless they're in a place of intercession and prayer, unless they're in a place of communication with the Lord, unless they're open to receive the word of the Lord via the Bible, or via the, the Holy Spirit speaking to their spirit. And this is only cultivated. This only happens when you begin to open up and create an atmosphere or a place of prayer in your life. 
So the easiest way to do this, obviously, would be to have a physical place, a place of prayer, a prayer closet, a prayer room, a section of your home or apartment or, or office where you can get aside and pray. For some people, maybe it's the shower. For some people, maybe it's their car on the way to work and on the way home. Maybe it's their lunch break. But wherever it is, find a place where you can get quiet. Find a place where you can get alone before God and begin to ask God to teach you to pray. Begin to ask God to develop in you a heart of prayer, a heart of intercession. You have to excuse me. I'm just getting over uh, the, uh, some just some cold symptoms, and my voice has been kind of going here and there. So if it gets a little raspy, I apologize. But we're talking about spiritual birthing. We're talking about kneeling on the promises of God. We're talking about posturing ourselves for prayer. And I use that correlation for kneeling to say that we have to be kneeling. We have to humble ourselves. We have to posture ourselves. Now, whether it's actually kneeling or maybe it's standing or laying down or crouching down or completely faced on the carpet, I don't know. But get into a place where you can humble yourself before God and quiet yourself before God. So that you can begin to become one and align yourself with the word and with God. That way when the spirit desires to prompt you to pray or desires to prompt you to lead you into a direction or or prompt you through the word to give you some wisdom or inspiration or encouragement, you're, you're ready for it. You're prepared for it. You're open and you're yielded. You see... The Bible says my people perish for a lack of knowledge. That knowledge isn't necessarily a head knowledge from the Bible, but it's also an inclusive of an intimate knowledge and an experiential knowledge of the Lord. You see, God is more than just a history book. He's more than just a Sunday school lesson. He's more than just a Sunday or Wednesday service where we're taught some history or some poetry. For three points in a poem, listen. He's a living God. God is alive. And not only is he speaking to man by the Bible, through the Bible, but he's also speaking to man through the mouths of other men and women by his spirit. He's also speaking to people in dreams and visions. He's also speaking to people through signs and wonders in the name of Jesus and not in any other name. Now, the gospel we preach is the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel I talk about is Jesus Christ, his father, Jehovah God. And we do preach the Old Testament and the New Testament from Genesis to Revelation, all 66 books. And I believe every book points to the living Christ. Every book from Genesis to Revelation points to Jesus Christ. In Genesis, it talks about the seed of the woman crushing the head of the serpent. Isaiah prophesied of Christ on the cross in Isaiah 53. Constantly, David prophesied and talked about when he cried out, My God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? It was the psalm of the cross. 
If we continue to go into the prophetic books and even look at the picture that we had of Jonah being swallowed up in the belly of a whale for three days, listen, every book of the Old Testament, every book of the New Testament points to the resurrected living Christ as Savior, Healer, Lord, Master. It says and declares that every knee will bow. And we're talking about kneeling on the promises of God. The Bible says every knee will bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Listen. Every name in heaven, every name in earth and under the earth will confess Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And there's something when the Father is looking to and fro throughout the earth, looking for hearts that are fully his. He's looking to see who will kneel, who will stand on his promises, who will take him at his word, who will begin to trust him and confidently come before him with a humility, but yet with a confidence and a boldness, and begin to cry out and reach out for God. See, it takes this humility, and you have to drop your pride to reach out and cry out for God. But the Bible says that with God all things are possible. And even though things may seem impossible, and even though you may be facing trials and tribulations, some circumstances or situations that have your back up against the wall, listen, God is a God who can turn things around. If you will begin to petition him and you'll begin to set your heart to obey him and to follow him and to trust him in his leading. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Listen, are you trusting in him? Are you trusting in him with all your heart? Are you keeping his commands? Are you putting your faith in Jesus? Listen. If you will trust him at his word and you'll begin to kneel on the promises of God and you will begin to pray and intercede and call forth the things of God into the earth for your life, in your family's life, in your church's life, in your city's life, in your country's life, and for the the gospel to be preached around the world, if you'll begin to call forth these things, if you'll begin to agree with God, if you'll begin to agree with God over your finances, over your family, over your future, over your your ministry and your mate, over your children or your health, over your career, over your dreams and your talents and your gifts. Whatever thing that the Lord has put in your heart, if you will commit it to him and trust him with it, and you'll follow his leading and his guiding, but you must pray. All things are birthed. The things of God are birthed and brought forth through prayer and a proclamation of his word. See, it's not just, prayer is not just petitioning and asking God for this and that, but prayer is agreeing with God. Prayer is declaring and speaking his word into the earth. Prayer is listening and turning our hearts and listening for his spirit to speak to our conscience, to speak to our spirits and lead us and guide us. Prayer is receiving of his spirit and receiving of his presence, receiving of his strength, 
receiving of his confidence. See, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but he's given you power. He's given you love. He's given you a sound mind. He says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, through prayer and thanksgiving, through prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known unto God. Listen, if you'll begin to humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, if you'll begin to reach out for God and trust God with all things, he'll lift you up out of your pit. He'll lift you up out of a miry clay. He has the ability, just like David said in Psalm 40, to set your feet upon a rock and establish your goings. And no matter how dark things look, no matter how deep the valley is, No matter how deep the valley is, God has a way. He says, though I walk, David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Listen, if the Lord is your shepherd, you don't have to be afraid. He'll beat away the wolves. Every bit as much as he will feed you and lead you, he'll beat away the wolves and protect you. See, he is the Lord your banner. He is the Lord your protector. He is the Lord that fights your battles for you. And if you will trust him, you'll trust his leading, and you will do things the kingdom way. And it may not look right right now. And it may not seem just or fair right now. It may not seem like it's all working out right now. But if you will do things his way, if you will do things the kingdom way, you'll get kingdom results. And I know I'm chasing some rabbit trails tonight. We were going to really get into birthing and intercession. But all this is correlated. Listen. God is your shepherd. If he's your shepherd, you won't want for anything. You'll not lack. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I will not lack. Why? Because he makes me lie down. Beside the still waters and the green pastures, think about it. He'll put you in a place of abundance, a place of refreshing green pastures. Still waters, he'll put you in a place of peace and quiet your soul. He'll still your soul. You can say, why are you cast down on my soul? Put your hope in God. And it's time for the saints of God to put their hope in God, to put their confidence in God. See, some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, but we shall remember the name of the Lord our God. It's not going to come through your denomination. It's not going to come through your bank account. See, God can allow it to dry up in an instant. It's not going to come through your job. It's not going to come through your family name. But it's going to come through the Lord my God, the Lord my source, the Lord my El Shaddai, the Lord my all in all, the Lord my maker. And God is looking for those that will trust him. Not in the chariots, not in the horses, not in man, not in yourself. See, it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by the spirit of the Lord. 
And even when your enemy comes in, when your enemy comes at you, God says if you're keeping his word and you're keeping his kingdom ways and you're following him and trusting him, when your enemy comes at you one way, he'll force seven ways. He says, no weapon formed or fashioned against you can prosper or stand. He says, when everything comes at you, if your ways are pleasing to the Lord, if you love God and are called according to his purpose, everything works together for those. Everything, all things work together for those that love God, for those that are called according to his purpose. And listen, if you are loving God and you are running after the calling and running after the purposes of God to your life, listen, you cannot fail. You cannot fail. See, God didn't create you to fail. He created you to win. He created you for success. And if you'll follow him, you'll make your way prosperous and you'll have good success. If you'll meditate day and night on his word, if you'll not let his word depart from your mouth, if you'll keep your eyes on Jesus, laying aside every weight and every sin that easily besets you, and if you're not strong enough to lay it aside, find a brother, find a sister that can agree with you in prayer. Confess your faults one to another. Pray with each other that you may be healed. Find a prayer partner. Find somebody, a brother or sister, that can stand and break the power of the enemy. Can stand in agreement. One can put a thousand to flight. Two can put ten thousand. There's a power in agreement when we stand and pray. When we begin to agree with God, and we begin to agree with his word, and we begin to confess and declare his word, there's a power in it. Listen, Psalm chapter 3, let me turn to it quickly. I'm sorry, Psalm chapter 2, verse 7. David said this, he said, I will declare and decree what the Lord has said unto me. And then he began to declare and decree what the Lord said. He said, Thou art my son. This day I have begotten thee, ask of me, and I will give thee a heathen for your inheritance, and the uttermost parts of the earth for your possession. But he says, ask, 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 ask. And there's something about asking. There's something about declaring and decreeing. Just like David said, I will declare and I will decree what the Lord has said unto me. And I'm here to tell you, if you'll begin to get the word of God in your mouth concerning your situation, if you'll begin to get the word of God in your mouth in your prayer time, instead of talking about the problem, you'll just begin to stand on the promises. And you'll begin to agree with God and begin to declare what the Lord has said and begin to decree what the Lord has said. And you begin to remind God of his word. You see, intercession sometimes is being a secretary for God. And reminding God of his word, reminding God of what his Bible says, reminding God of the promises he's made you, reminding God of what his word says about you and your family, reminding God of what his word says about your future and your finances, reminding God of what his word says about your business, about your babies, about your children, about your parents. Whatever it is, begin to remind God about what he has said about it Begin to take him at his word. Begin to declare it. Begin to agree it. Begin to confess it. See, Jesus said you can have whatever you say 
that we have life and death in the power of our tongue. And those that, that love to talk will eat the fruit of their words. We need to be careful what we say. We need to make sure our confession and the words of our mouth are lining up with our prayers. How can we pray for this one thing and then begin to confess the exact opposite? Jesus said in James 1, 7, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. How could that man think he would receive anything of the Lord? Because he's unstable and he's double-minded. So we need to begin to get singularly, get a single focus on God and his word. Begin to confess the word of God. Begin to believe the word of God. Begin to pray and declare and decree the word of God. And watch the promises of God come to pass in our lives. Now, this wasn't really my teaching tonight. I, I wasn't really, I mean, I kind of was going here, but not really. But um, really, I just got into one of my points and just kind of went off to listen. What I'm saying is this. God's calling us to prayer. Nothing's going to happen until we pray. Once we pray, we can do other things. But not until we pray. Listen. God respects and honors prayer. Begin to agree with God. Begin to confess the word of the Lord over your situation. And watch God step into the middle of the situation and turn it around. He's good like that. So listen, I'm going to pray. And we're going to close with that tomorrow night. I think Sean may be on. I might be on. I'm not even sure. You know, we just kind of play this thing by ear. Uh, but uh, keep us in prayer. Again, if you have any requests, 619-638-8458. It's call the number www.prayerinternational.org is the website. Of course, we've got other information. Just check that out. You can find us at prayerinternational.gmail.com if you need to email us. So let's pray. Father, right now we just lift up our family in the chat room. We lift up our listening audience, those that are listening by archive or website, telephone, blog talk, whatever. Lord, we just ask, Lord God, your Holy Spirit to touch them tonight, for you to begin to put a birthing, for you to begin to put a travail, for you to begin to put a cry in their heart, Lord God, for you. Help them to reach for you. Help them to trust in you. Help them, Father God, to humble themselves and pray and seek your face. Father, I pray, Lord God, that you'd give them ears to hear what your spirit is saying and speaking into the earth. Give them a heart to understand your word. Open up their eyes to see the truth of your word. Give them discernment to know the truth about those that they're around and, and those that are before them, Lord. Show them, Father God, the wolves and show them the sheep. Father, show them their brothers and sisters in Christ and show them those that are not as they appear, Father. I pray, Lord God, give a discernment, an uncommon discernment this year about those that are in our midst. Father, I pray, Lord God, for health, Lord God, and healing over every person that's listening tonight. I declare by the stripes of Jesus, the Bible says that you are healed. Just begin to declare and confess and, and seek out the word of God concerning your health situation. Father, I pray for a blessing over every marriage. I seek unity and blessing over every marriage. Unity and blessing over every parent-child relationship. 
Father, fathers and sons turned back, mothers and daughters turned back. Father, I just pray for unity and peace in the body of Christ. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Lord God, you would touch and prosper Jerusalem. Peace and the presence of God over Jerusalem, the power and the praise of God in Jerusalem. And bless Israel right now, Father. Peace be within the walls, Lord. And Father, I pray right now, Father, your kingdom come and your will be done. That your glory would cover the earth as the water covers the sea. And Father, we thank you for what you're doing tonight. We thank you, Father God, for your word. And we just give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. All right, listen, God bless you. And just let the word of God resonate in your heart tonight. Let the peace of God touch you in your soul. I pray God's word be in your mouth and his love fill your heart. And that he would lead you in this new season, in this new year of 2012. God bless you tonight. In Jesus' name, this is Prayer International. My name is Chris Herzog, and I'll be back probably tomorrow night, if not the next night. And you have a wonderful night.
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.